This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello to all the pimps and players watching tonight. We have a lot to talk about. Russell Brand is being accused of assaulting multiple women during his meteoric rise to becoming a Hollywood movie star. And to be honest, with all the deviant activity in Hollywood, it would not be a shock to hear about a celebrity using his influence to take advantage of a sexual partner. But to me, this doesn't necessarily pass the smell test, considering Russell Brand has totally reconstructed his entire career with a focus on exposing the new world order and calling out the lies from the mainstream media and all the other thought leaders that control us through trauma-based mind control. Russell Brand is starting to wake up a lot of people, and the establishment cannot handle this, so they must find any skeleton in his closet and try to dig it up in order to defame their target. And when you're a pimp on a blimp like myself, it makes me nervous, because what if I wake up too many people about 9-11 or all the other government lies? Are they going to put some phony allegations on a pimp like myself? The answer is probably yes. So we need to ask ourselves, are we going to believe the mainstream media when it comes to accusations with no criminal charges behind them? And these accusations are some of the most heinous acts a human can even perform on another human. So let's just wait and see how this all shakes out. But I think it's very clear, if you start to have success in mocking the system, the system will do whatever it takes to make sure your existence is futile. Now, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have a wild episode for you this evening. Now, the episode already has gotten off to a little bit of a turbulent start, just like your Spirit Airlines flight. We are missing our in-studio guest, the one, the only Charleston White. Thankfully, he's not in jail, I don't believe, or he's not, uh, didn't have a probation violation or anything like that. So he should be maybe on the show later today. Maybe he'll come in a little late, or we'll just have him on uh, next week. But we love Charleston, even though Charleston is a controversial figure. I think that we need to speak to these figures and uh, get their point of view. Maybe we don't agree with them, but uh, you don't have to agree with everybody. That's called life. All right, so. Tonight, we're going to have to just change the script, and we're going to have to actually focus on our Skype guest, the one, the only Owen Schroyer, who's being unfairly persecuted and being charged with inciting a riot and has been sentenced to 60 days in jail, and he didn't even go inside. So we're going to talk to Owen about his um, upcoming prison sentence and about what he's going to do to try to not go to jail. And uh, if he does have to go to jail, we're going to talk about the best practices for staying safe in prison. And that's easy. You need to join a white supremacist uh, gang. You got to join the Aryan Nation, and then you'll be totally fine. So we're going to get into that. So we have a lovely episode. But then after that, everybody knows my producer, JVT. Uh, He's Princeton's most autistic graduate in the history of their school. He has a lot of serious mental health issues, but he's a great man. And he was able to convince a lady and get her pregnant. He tricked her. I don't know how he did it. Thanks to me and my gay conversion therapy that I put him through. But we're going to bring on his beautiful, lovely wife and his future unborn baby to put Jimmy through the test of what it's like to actually give birth. So we're going to put a muscle stimulator on all of Jimmy's most tender parts. You see that little remote? You see that on his stomach, but trust me, we're going to move him to the testicles as soon as the show actually, as soon as it's, the show, uh, no, we're no going to go to the testicles. Yeah, we're going to go. I don't care. I'm going to break the terms of service for this. So okay. we're going to break. No, no need it to follow. It will go viral. If you do it that. will go viral. And that's all that matters. The terms of services, we can worry about them later. Okay. So now let's get to everybody's favorite part of the show. The caption contest. All right. Jimmy. What? It looks good. What's the name of the show? Primetime with Alex Stein. Okay, so where in this picture, go back to the picture, Jordan. Where in this picture is Primetime Alex Stein? 
Um, if you look like a little on below my next to my left nipple, you can see part of your portrait. Jimmy, why would you do this to me? <laughs> I I just thought it was a funny picture. Pamela's looking at me funny. Brandon I know, Strzok but Jimmy, is, is this is this prime time with JVT or is it prime time? With Alex Stein, I'm just confused on whose show this is it, again. Well, I mean, technically, it's called Prime Time with Alex Stein. And so you would think that the audience would like a caption contest picture of, what, what did I even do last episode? Did I eat a pupusa? I ate a nasty egg. Isn't that correct? And I eat an egg and I drank a beer out of an air fryer. Is that correct? Uh, the screenshots were so grotesque, I thought it could backfire. Well, this is backfiring way worse, Jimmy. That... <laughs> Everybody here is like, oh, Jimmy just wants to make his own content. Jimmy just wants to help out the JVT brand. And, you know, I tell them all, no, that's not true. Jimmy has my back. Jimmy does not care about his personal gain. He only cares about helping primetime with Alex Stein. That's his main focus. And then I go and I see a picture for the caption contest that is without primetime with Alex Stein. And I ask myself, why? That is a great question. Why? But you will like the first caption. Okay, let's see. I doubt it, but let's see. Caption one, everyone hates Jimmy. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I'll admit it. Okay, what's this one? Caption two, a brave, strong, beautiful transgender woman taking her rightful place after winning the gold medal for most marginalized on the show. That was pretty good. Who did that? JTom88. JTom, thank you. All right, caption three. Leah Leonard Barnett. Jimmy is there for Straka, not Pamela. Ah, I kind of like that one too. All right, and, and Jimmy, we're going to need to call back to this screenshot later when we speak to Carrie. I just want that, uh, mark that down if you can. Okay, now number four. Number four from Coin Show Krista. If Popeye and Olive Oil were real people. Okay, I loved Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> She's supposed to be olive oil, I guess. I, I guess, but I think it's because I have very defined forearms, like Popeye. Oh, that is kind of true. That is true. Okay, well, one, two, three, or four. Everybody knows it's going to be number one that wins. The, anything that shames Jimmy. And none of those comments shamed you hard enough. So that's number one. Everyone hates Jimmy. Everybody needs to go put ones in the chat. Number two, don't even worry about it. Number three, <laughs> nah. Number four, <laughs> no, we don't get it. So everybody knows number one's going to win, but we're going to let you decide. So I want you to put one, two, three, or four. That's and don't just do it because I hate Jimmy. Actually, you do it because you hate Jimmy too. All right. So now this is the part of the show where you guys read the title, you're like, oh, what is Alex doing? Who is Alex calling out? What's going on with Alex Stein? Oh, uh, well, we have an ad read. Before I do the phone call? Yeah. Uh, it's only eight minutes in. I know. <laughs> and it's for refuge? Oh my gosh, dude, I would have brought in my sleeve. <sighs> and then after we do the ad read, we're gonna do the phone calls. W yeah. What is the chat saying about, did they like, did they like the prank calls yesterday? No, they're just telling, they're just shaming me. They're just Good. They're not even talking about the Good. phone call. They're just okay. saying, Jimmy sucks. Jimmy has a dad bod. Jimmy's attracted to maternity. What a sicko. What does that mean? I don't know, but that, <laughs> uh, that don't, don't listen to a lot of what they say. Most of what they say is incorrect, but let's talk about the refuge ghost sleeve. Big tech and big data have shown us time after time that they're not on our side. And yes, we are giving them access to record our personal lives 24-7 through our phones. Even when your phone is off and the microphones and the cameras and the location trackers, they still work. And that's just the tech, people. What about your personal security when it comes to the crazy ex-girlfriend, someone stalking you, or even trying to blackmail you? It happens more than you think. This is why I use the Refuge Go sleeve. It's made in America from an American buffalo leather, and it blocks 5G signals that other Faraday sleeves miss. And it's the only Faraday sleeve that blocks signal and sound. They added sound blocking panels on each side that keep conversations private. This isn't some clunky metal box. It looks cool. It's easy to put your phone in and take out of throughout the day whenever you want privacy. You can't be too careful these days, and the Refuge Go sleeve can help keep you safe. Visit refugeprivacy.com. Use the code Alex to save 10% off your order. That's refugeprivacy.com. Promo code Alex for 10% off. And now this is the part of the show where I yell at you to buy the product. Uh, guys, I'm trying to take a more holistic approach to this show. I'm going to try to heal you guys instead of causing you more pain. So I'm just going to 
tell, tell it to you like this. If you want to support them, go support them. This is a great product that's going to actually protect your ass from getting your data stolen. Now, whether you can afford this uh, ghost refuge sleeve, privacy sleeve, I don't know what your financial issues are, but I do know if you want to stay safe and you want your data to stay safe, you can buy this product right here and it's going to do the job. So other than that, I don't want to force you to buy anything. This isn't the Alex Stein shopping network. It's just a pimp on a blimp. I'm trying to pay my bills and I love this company. Refuge Ghost Sleeves, great company, great people. Go show them your support and make sure to use the code Alex or else they don't even know that I did. Okay. They don't even know that you bought anything there. So that's why the code is so important. So thank you for that. All right. Now, everybody knows my arch nemesis, the one, the only, Dave Shortnoy of Barstool Sports. But he recently owned a Washington Post reporter for trying to do a hit piece on him. Let's roll the tape. A reporting tactic when you want someone to respond, you kind of have to indicate that there might be something negative, and then you get them to engage. That's all I was trying to do. I really wanted them to engage with me. That is a sad state of journalism if that's a tactic that you have to, what I would say is make up. So as you can see, Washington Post journalists, in quotations, are writing hit pieces by sending slanderous emails to the advertisers of Dave Portnoy's event. But I just got wind that CBS is actually doing a similar thing to me. We're going to call CBS right now. Hopefully they answer. Because it's not okay. I'm sick of people like myself and Dave Portnoy. Hi, you've reached Viacom CBS operators. Our normal operating hours are between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. If this is an emergency, please contact our security office. Why is she answering? The number is 323-575-2492. And for Studio City... The number is 818. What? Jimmy, why is this not working, Jimmy? I don't know. I thought you said it was West Coast. Earlier today, we called this number and it worked fine. I'm pressing zero. There is no operator available. Ah, Jimmy! What the hell, dude? We should have had this working. Now we try to prank call somebody. It doesn't even work. Okay, so now. Well, I'm pretty sure that Chinese restaurant is publishing a hit piece on you. Uh, oh, they are? Is there a Chinese restaurant? There better not be a Chinese restaurant publishing a hit well, piece on well, me. Just, just reach out and say, like, we heard that let's, you were reaching out to the media to write a hit piece see, on me. Let's see if they're trying to do that, because I know a lot of these Asian uh, restaurants are always trying to cause drama in my life. But, Thank you for calling Payway Asian Kitchen. To place an online order, visit us at payway.com or download our app on your mobile device. To place a new takeout order, please press 1. To place the catering order. Okay, Payway Asian Diner. You, Your call is now being forwarded. They've tried Please to put, they, you guys are trying to paint me in a bad light. Thank you for calling Payway and Los Colinos. How can I help you? Hello, my name's Alex Stein. I'm a pimp on a blimp, and I have information that you guys are trying to write a hit piece about me and my organization and my upcoming food party that I'm having. Uh, excuse me? Yeah, I was accused of sexual assault, and now people are writing hit pieces about me, and I have, I have evidence that you may be trying to produce a hit piece about me and write about how I wore a tuck-friendly bathing suit at Target and about how I... I have no idea what you're talking you sure, about. Are you sure? Are you, are you a writer? Because we, uh, Pei Wei is the author of this hit piece about me. Sir, I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you know who Alex Stein is? Oh my gosh, Payway! That's how you shut down the mainstream media. A lot of people don't know that Payway is behind a lot of the hit pieces. Russell Brand, victim of Payway. Primetime Alex Stein, victim of Payway. Dave Portnoy, victim of Payway. So if you go to Payway and you order the Dan Dan Noodle Bowl, you are slandering my ass. Let me ask actually one more thing real quick. Hold on. I'm going to need to call him back and get a little clarification on one thing because, you know, I want to make sure it's the right payway because there's a lot of locations. Right, Jimmy, how many locations are there in the southwest United States? 1,400. Hold on. Your call is now being... So that's Payway Irving. Maybe say it's a different location or something. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I hope this guy... 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello? Do you guys have a Dan Dan Noodle Bowl? Uh, you just called uh, earlier. Uh, can I help you? Yeah, do you have a Dan Dan Noodle Bowl? Yes, we do. Can you change it to the Alex Alex Noodle Bowl? Because I was touched by a man named Dan at, when Alex, I was... Alex Stein. Yes, the Alex Stein. Uh, 214. Oh, my God, he almost doxed me! Hey, I actually, I got a, um, we got an update. What? We got a number. For a who? Breaking News LA. Okay. Can you text it wait, wait, Okay. Text to me, but let's bring on our guest. Let's bring on Owen Shore. We can do this right. Uh, well, so, we, we don't have him yet. I'm t- um, he said he just texted me. He said he's ready. So call okay, him right we'll now. Okay, we'll call him. Call him right now. Yeah, we're calling. I'm texting. We're calling right now. Okay. Just, uh, I just texted you the number. Okay. And then Jimmy texted me the number. Let's see if we can get this. All right. Let's see if we can get this old number in the... Now, we didn't test this out. This is just the... Dude, how did that guy know that we were prank calling and then, like, all of a sudden he starts uh, saying my number out loud? That guy's pretty smart. Yeah, that was, that was, you know what? He's a smart pay wave customer. He's like, this is Alex Stein. No doy. All right. And this is which news organization? Uh, some LA NBC news. Yeah, NBC4, this is primetime Alex Stein. I have information that you guys are trying to put a hit piece out against me because I wore a tuck friendly bathing suit at Target, exposing the transgender ideology that's being. Uh, you know, pushed on to children. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Let me send you our, to our I team. Give me one it's second. It's Alexander Stein. Yes, please. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. This is how you get it done, folks. This is how, when you have an issue, you go to the source to solve these problems. Oh, I love the people at so NBC. I, this, is, uh, this is NBC, I believe. This is NBC for Los Thank Angeles. Thank you for calling the NBC for I team. You're calling with a consumer complaint, and you want our consumer department to look into it? Please press 1. No. If you're calling with an investigative tip, you want our investigative team to look into it? Please press 2. Does that sound better? Up uh, 2. And we better Thank you for- Hello? Wait while I transfer your call. Come on. Somebody better answer, Jimmy. Thank you for calling the NBC4i team. Your call is very important to us. Not that important, they're not answering. Leave us a brief message. Speak clearly. Oh, my gosh! And most importantly, do not leave any personal or private account information on this line. It's not protected. Again, thanks for calling the NBC4i team, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. You cannot record a message for... KNBC I team. This mailbox is full. What, Jimmy? They scammed us, dude. They're scamming us. Let's just get on with our guest. Do we have Owen Troyer? Yes, we do. All right, now we welcome on. He's the host of the War Room. He's an overall badass. The one, the only. Owen Troyer. Owen. What is the pimp on a blimp going to come up with next? I'm coming up with this crap all the time, but we're trying to call NBC4 because we heard they're writing a hit piece on you. And they just, they won't answer. And me? Yeah, I think so. Here, let's see. Let's see if they can answer. Uh, I'm a yes, I'm here with Owen Schroyer, the man who did not storm the Capitol, who's facing 60 days in jail. You guys are trying to write a hit piece about him and Dave Portnoy and Alex Stein, and we're not okay with it. We're going to call your ass out. So what's your problem, ma'am? I have no idea what you're talking Apologize about. Apologize to Owen Schroyer for the things that you wrote about him. You slandered him. All he did was not storm the Capitol. He was around the Capitol, yes, we'll give you that. He didn't storm it. Damn it, they always freaking hang up, Owen. I apologize for that. Well, I don't understand because it seems like, I mean, even when you call the Chinese restaurants ordering fresh-made dog, they don't take you seriously. No, they always get mad. You've got the scoop on me here. What is NBC News reporting about me? I didn't even know. Well, apparently, I was watching a clip of yours, Owen, and you were talking about how you're going to sue these fake accounts. And I have the same thing, too, where they make an Alex Stein and they use an I instead of an L, but they use a capitalized I so it looks exactly like Alex Stein. And I actually got one of mine shut down because I reported it, had other people report it. That was a blessing. My point being... Yeah, we we actually... My my attorney issued a cease and desist today to that fake account and to X. And so 
we're waiting to get a response. We issued it today. If we have to move forward with litigation, we will, but we're going to give X and we're going to give this individual who's clearly deranged an opportunity to just shut it down and move on. But what's even more frustrating is that I don't have an account. They still haven't reinstated my original account, which never broke any Twitter rules. They just banned it because of the political censorship. Uh, so it's a whole problem. And and I mean, I don't know if your team had this issue because usually I just talk to you personally, but there's been other shows where I was supposed to be a guest and they reach out to that account and they get fooled by it. It's actually cost me some interviews as well. So it's it's just become too much of an issue and we, we have to deal with this pest. No, and that's what I was saying. I was That was the kind of the joke I was going to say that they reached out that account to that account and they sent pictures of your penis or their penis to them and that's why they're writing a hit piece. But no, it's actually not funny, dude. These people that actually go around and you obviously can tell that that person that's making the fake parody account of you, I say parody, it's not even really parody, they have no life, Owen. I mean, can you imagine that? You have no life. All you want to do is impersonate somebody on the internet. So I mean, how do we fight against that? Because even if you- Isn't it funny? You you know how this goes. Your biggest haters are your biggest fans. They don't miss a second of anything that you do. The federal government obviously listens to all of my broadcasts. They made that quite clear in their sentencing memo. The minute we announce this cease and desist, the fake Owen Troyer account is immediately posting about it. He's probably online right now posting about it. And so it's actually a pretty sad existence. But yeah, how many people, maybe NBC News, you know, they're not very bright over there. Most of the time. So who knows? Maybe they're writing some story about me and they're like, oh, look, here's the official account. Let's reach out. And then the person sends something lewd, crude or rude. And then they want to write a hit piece because of something I never even said. They got fooled by a fake account. So it's just it's got to be shut down. And, and if Elon Musk wants to actually bring some integrity back to X and be somewhat of a free speech platform, then they need to clear the rot gut out. No, I, I agree 100%. I mean, I, I've gotten hit up so many times on Twitter from Daily Mail, from real news agencies asking me for comments. So Twitter is a place where they reach out to you. So, you know, the fact that somebody's impersonating you. When, okay, let's be real. Last week, you were one of the biggest news stories all week. I mean, you should at least benefit from that. I'm saying you should have gotten some mainstream coverage, maybe got your voice out. Even the people that hate you, at least they're interested in you because it's such a viral story. And you don't even get to have your say because people are probably reaching out to that person. He's like sending them the N-word or whatever. Well, well, exactly. And that was kind of the final straw was when I was in the news all last week, there were serious people, serious news organizations reaching out, trying to get to comment. And a lot of people reached out to that fake account obviously got lewd, crude, and rude content. And so that that damages my uh, character, that damages my personal life. And I, I won't give you all the different pitches that we have right now, uh, but, but let's just say this individual's been at this for a year, and there have been some extremely, uh, let's say, illicit and potentially straight-up illegal content that has been shared by this individual. So Look, we're, we're given, look, you're, you're clearly a deranged individual. You're probably listening right now. You probably have severe mental problems and personal life problems. So I'm not trying to ruin your life like you're trying to ruin mine. So we're giving you time. Just get rid of the account. Do the right thing. But if not, then then fine. Yeah, no, there is a thing. No, and there is this thing called life ruination. I forget who coined that term where people want to ruin other people's lives. And whether it's like just random people on the Internet or it's the you know Department of Justice trying to ruin your life or it's, it's people trying to ruin Alex Jones's life. I'm just saying it's very weird. Why do you think people get joy out of seeing other people go through so much misery and pain? You know, here's what here's what I've learned. And, and I think there's a there's a psychological level to this. Of survival instincts where. Right. You, you, you reach a point in life where you realize that, OK, I've got to make a living. Right. I mean, I've got to pay the bills. And so some people just fall on whatever it is that they can do to pay the bills. It's a necessity thing. It's a it's a survival thing. So they just do whatever they can to pay the bills. Now, I'm not insinuating this individual is paying his bills by impersonating me. <laughs> he, has, he has made some money off of my name, actually, because he does have subscribers somehow. It's people that want to support Wait, me. Wait, he has it opened up to subscribers? I didn't even notice that. He can actually get subscribe. His is monetized with subscribe. So you know we can find him. That's actually dumb on his part because he has a Stripe account. So now we can find him. Of course. That's why we sent the letter to X. And if we have to get this individual's identity, we will. Again, I, you know... Hey, I, again, I, I'm not trying to destroy this guy's life. I'm just trying to have my character not be assassinated and have digital identity theft continue on the internet. But yeah, he's obviously not very bright if he doesn't realize, if he really thinks he can somehow avoid what is coming to him. But 
what's even stranger is that since Elon Musk has taken over Twitter or, or now X, I've attempted to have my account reinstated at all I do is Owen. I've attempted three times to have my account reinstated. They've rejected it every time. Yet this individual gets verified, gets verified and monetized. Something is up over there at X. So, I mean, they're uh, they're in an egregious offense here as well. Well, let me just play conspiracy theorists. I know you and I are not conspiracy theorists at all. But if you talk about a guy named Alex Jones and a guy named Elon Musk, when everybody who cries, we want Alex Jones back. We want Alex Jones back. Elon answers and says, oh, kids are off limits. He's the one guy not on this platform. So it seems like you might be guilty by association because of what Alex said, and whether you like Alex or not, I love Alex. I just I think he deserves to be on the platform. But even if Elon Musk doesn't like Alex Jones, the fact that he's punishing you for being associated with him, I think that that is not accidental. I do think that you're still facing that Infowars uh, umbrella ban. Yeah, there's no doubt there is a level of the Infowars umbrella ban. There, there's a couple other Infowars accounts that they haven't let back on. Uh, there's a couple of our team that they haven't let back on as well. It's kind of an interesting thing, though. I, I don't want to jump to any conclusions about that scenario. I, I'm sure that there's still people within Twitter that are trying to censor, uh, let's say, the opposition to the liberal ideology or the Democrat Party. I think that that's definitely still going on to an extent, probably the lesser of all evils. We could agree on that. But it's obviously still going on to an extent. So, so I don't know if this is an umbrella thing. I don't know if this is a personal thing. I don't know if it's just an oversight thing. I do intend to find out, though, with this cease and desist and, and threaten, uh, threatening a lawsuit. So hopefully we'll get some answers out of this. Yeah, I hope you expose all of it. But I've heard for, from the inside, from people that work at Twitter, that there are still people that write the codes, that are fixing the old codes, and they switch it from X to switch it from Twitter to X. They have to go back and fix all this stuff, that a lot of those people still have the same ideologies that they had even before Elon Musk took over the, the platform. So even though he controls it or whatever, it gives us the idea of free speech. If you think that you can speak freely on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you're smoking more crack than Hunter Biden. Okay, so let's talk about you, Owen. Let's talk about you, man. I know this as a friend of mine. We went to the Cowboys game. Great Thanksgiving Day as a personal friend. I know that this has been weighing heavy over you, kind of what's going to happen. I know you get the 60-day sentence. I know that's terrible, but does it feel like a relief at least? You got some closure or at least you're heading towards the end of this nightmare or is it no relief whatsoever? No, actually, it, it might be a relief factor, but they've sent a message loud and clear that they're never going to let me go. They've sent a message loud and clear that they're never going to allow me to be a free citizen in this country ever again. They've done something that I've talked to multiple legal experts, and it's still our legal interpretation that they've done something that's actually straight up illegal. And there is precedent. Actually, there's precedent with other January 6th defendants. They've given me incarceration and and supervised probation. Again, not only is that never the case, we believe it's actually illegal. You, if, if you're going to sentence somebody, they get either incarceration or supervised probation. They don't get both. And so this is going to come up in our appeal process as well. And so there might be relief, but, but the message here is not, okay, let's close the books on this. The message is, no, Schroyer, we're going to put you on a leash. We're going to have you under our thumb. You're never going to get to have your rights restored ever again. And so there is no relief. And that's why we intend, if we have to, to take this to the Supreme Court. A message needs to be sent loud and clear because it's not just about Owen Schroyer. It's about anybody that wants to have free speech. It's about anybody that wants to have a talk show or have a political activism where they don't have to fear retribution, punishment, or incarceration from their government. That's what this case is all about. That's the precedent that they're trying to set here. And so that's why the legal fight has to go on, quite frankly. No, and it really does, because when they get you on that, that uh, supervised probation, they want to keep you on a long probation so that you can violate it, so then they can throw you in jail for more stuff. So it'd almost be better to do 60 days than... And they've tried. I mean, I, I could tell you some stories. They've tried multiple times. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a Boy Scout. I'm like, I'm the nicest guy around. I don't break any laws. I don't do anything illegal. I'm 100% A-plus good behavior under my probation for more than four years now. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they just want to set up a trap. Okay, so let's play this Vivek clip. I want to get your opinion on this. 
Uh, it's not a clip. It's just his tweet oh, defending his tweet. you. So yeah, this is Vivek coming in your honor. Okay, go ahead, read it, Jimmy. I can't read it. Too I'll, I'll I'll read the just but like yesterday, a man by the name of Owen Troyer was sentenced to prison for speech, not violence, on January sixth for marching around the Capitol using a bullhorn and shouting things like seventeen seventy six, no violence, blah 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 blah, and then yeah, he basically defended you. So I was we were wondering your thoughts on that, Owen. Well, Vivek is the only candidate that has defended my case. And, you know, I don't really do this for political clout. I'm not really looking like a like a dog begging for a treat from, uh, you know, our, our big uh, political leaders like Donald Trump. I, I do think it's interesting, though, that I have done more for Donald Trump probably than 99 percent of his supporters and, and specifically 99 percent of the people in the media that support him. And it's because of that that I am going through this punishment now, again, I'm not looking for a pat on the head or a, or a, or a doggy treat from Donald Trump. I really don't care. Um, but it is odd to me that it would seem from, from the communications I've had with the Trump campaign and even meeting Don Jr. that are they even aware that I'm still being politically persecuted for standing up during his impeachment hearing and calling the whole thing a hoax and saying Trump is innocent? Nobody else has done that. But he takes plenty of time to go on other people's shows. Again, it's not about me. I, I don't. I don't. I don't do this for clout. I don't do this for pats on the head. I really couldn't care less. But having said that, again, the issue is bigger than me. The fact that Vivek Ramaswamy understands the implications of my case, and the fact that Vivek Ramaswamy is obviously not afraid to say my name and and call this out in in a very exact way. Uh, I, not only do I not, I mean, it does mean a lot to me. I mean, I am human after all, but really it shows me that he understands the issues and that he's not afraid to go into the weeds where even Donald Trump apparently doesn't want to go with these free speech and January six cases. So to me, that's big political points for Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, you know, it's it's ironic, too, because I still probably wouldn't vote for him just because he doesn't have enough political capital for me. I like the guy. One guy that had your back. You're voting for him. Now you have to vote for him real quick. This is why, because everybody loves Donald Trump, but you said it best. Listen, I love Donald Trump. I love what he did. I think he was a great president, except for when he shut down the government and gave everybody 1400 bucks. But I'm saying other than that, I loved him. But, dude, what he did to January Sixers is unacceptable. It is unacceptable for what every single person that was there was there on his behalf was fighting for a system that they thought or we all felt and i think the case to be true that we were robbed that we had an election stolen so the idea that he is not white knighting for people like yourself people like richard barnett i mean just uh, jacob chansley the QAnon shaman i mean i'm just saying anybody that was involved on january 6th was there because they love our country and trump in my opinion has turned his back on them and has really shown me a side of him that I don't like. So what is your opinion on all that? I try not to insert myself into these things. I think that Trump has earned his political You don't get that capital. choice. I oh, and I, I can't cut you off. You have to insert yourself because, listen, the guy had 10 days, and I know it's not perfect. He couldn't have just, it would have been hard to just, you know, give everybody a pardon. But seriously, I think he raised hundreds of millions of dollars. And have you got any of that money, Owen? No, no. Where did all that money go? So, I mean, look, you know, I, I could, again, I mean, I understand where you're going with this and it's, it's perfectly fair. The only, yeah, let me just, let me just relate this to Vivek. The only reason why I would still favor Trump over Vivek is two reasons. One, I mean, Trump's obviously going to get the nomination. Yeah. So let's just be real about this. We might as well try to influence that as much as possible. And two, again, Vivek just comes out of nowhere. He's still a young guy. There's still some, there's still some things in his past that, don't don't disqualify him, in my opinion, but maybe raise some concern. So I'd like to see Vivek earn some political capital. I'd like to see if Trump becomes president, Vivek get a cabinet position and, and just start some new position where he just literally goes in there and slashes the administrative straight, uh, state like he's campaigning about. Then if he gets in there and he slashes the administrative state, let's say down 90 percent, then it's like, OK, I'm climbing mountains for Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> But look, the guy's obviously doing the right things to try to court the American people. He's obviously doing the right things to try to earn people like like my vote. And he's still got plenty of time to do it. Uh, no doubt about it. But where I'm at right now, Trump is a phenomenon. He deserves his second term. And, and maybe I'm naive and a lot of people might believe this. But I think that if Trump gets back in there, he's going to have his redemption tour. 
He's going to have his redemption arc. I think he'll at least have the chance to right the wrongs that he's had in the past. And so I'm willing to give him a chance. And, and you know, I'm very, I'm very politically strategic, Alex. And this is what frustrates me about the lack of leadership in the Republican Party from Ronna Romney McDaniel. She's out to lunch, literally. Nobody knows what the hell she's she's doing. We have such a, a strong bench and, and such great depth right now in the Republican Party. Look at what Matt Gates is doing right now. Love Matt Gates. What Ronna Romney McDaniel should be doing, if she had any foresight, vision, or, or strategic uh, political savvy, is she'd be building Matt Gates up to be the next Speaker of the House, building Matt Gates up to become a Senator of Florida when Rick Scott or Marco Rubio move on, and then you're looking at a guy who in 10 years is going to be an incredible presidential candidate. Look at what you have from Vivek Ramaswamy. The Republican Party should be building this guy up, building him political capital, putting him in the spotlight. These are people that we can have that are popular and resonate with the American people. And, I mean, we're looking at a deep bench here where we could be getting strong presidential candidates uh, 20 years, 20 years worth. Where the Democrats have what? Kamala Harris and big Mike Obama. Yeah, it's actually pathetic. It's really pathetic. The lack of leadership from uh, I mean, it's just a joke. It's like how you're going to spoil one of the best teams of all time that you have right now in the Republican Party in my life. Tons of great talent, you know, and so but it just gets spoiled because there's no leadership and there's not enough. There's not enough cojones in positions of influence and power to get it going. Yeah, nobody wants to lose it. Like, you know, whenever they get in power, these people, like, you know, they all have the best intentions, but then once they get into office, they don't want to lose it, so they lose their cojones. They don't want to, you know, push the limits. But you, when it, we talk about Vivek, and I want to ask you some other questions, but I think that he is secretly an info warrior because, you know, it went viral where I asked him if the government lied about 9-11, and he said that the 9-11 commission awesome. report was inaccurate, which obviously 28 pages were redacted. I mean, they didn't tell us Saudi Arabia's involvement. Even the 9-11 commission report in the commission said that this wasn't a thorough enough investigation into it. Uh, George Bush got to do his, uh, and with Dick Cheney, got to do his interrogation privately. So there's a lot of unanswered questions with it. And he knows that. So even though he might have done something weird in the medical industrial complex, he was probably trying to make money as a young man. I do think he actually is a pretty good guy. And I think he's a little more woke. When I'm not talking about left woke, I'm talking about woke like to all the lies into what's really happening. So I think he's more of like an info war than he is a liberal leftist, if that makes sense. Well, let's try to uh, let's try to actually solidify what you're what you mean by that. Vivek is a young guy. I think he's what like 38. I, I think is how old he is. Yeah, 37. By the way, yeah, the crown prince. Yeah, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia is 38. So, so I think <laughs> I, I think what it's a I think what it's about is that there's this kind of old guard mentality in politics that's oh you need to have decorum, you need to go along to get along, you need to respect the process and respect the people that have been around. And, and I think Vivek has just completely abandoned that mentality. And that's a good thing. In fact, um, you know, we're, we're, we're close to the same age, we're close to the same age as Vivek. And so, you know, there's a part of me that just kind of wants to stand up for our generation and say, well, maybe it is our time now. Maybe it is our time to say, you know what, the boomer generation and the older generations, you guys kind of put us in this position. I mean, I'm not going to put the blame on you, you know, claim ignorance or, or whatever. But, you know, it was it was you being in leadership in this country that's put us in the position we're in. So if we have to rise now kind of ahead of our time and if Vivek wants to take the mantle for that rise, then then that's something that I think culturally I could get behind because it really is. It really is the attitude of, hey, I, I don't care what politics of, of the 90s, I don't care what politics of old were like. I, I don't care what old decorum is like. You guys have you guys have screwed us royally. You've put us in a horrible position to try to save this country in the future for humanity. So, I mean, maybe it is time for this uh, kind of peaceful takeover of not just the Republican Party, but just the political discourse and conversation in general. And you guys are definitely stirring it up over at InfoWars. You guys have definitely, uh, you know, brought me uh, very far along when it comes to politics. But I think you would actually agree, though, you know, uh, idolizing a politician is like thinking the stripper actually likes you. Like none of these politicians really have our back. You know, both sides kind of want to do us with no Vaseline. But I know we got to let you go shortly. But before I let you go, uh, Jimmy, do you have a producer question? 
Well, I wanted your thoughts on this Zelensky speech. Well, it's not. We had just have uh, those two graphics where they edited Zelensky into the. Oh crowd. yeah, did you see that, Owen? This is pretty oh, funny. During his speech, so this, so look, they wanted to make the crowd look more full, so they show Zelensky speaking, and in the next shot, he's sitting in his in the audience of his own speech. So, I mean, how pathetic is United Nations or the people covering the United Nations where they have to pad the room so Zelensky looks like he's uh, you know performing for a sold out crowd what are your thoughts Owen but 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 this is isn't this the epitome of the entire war in Ukraine yeah it's just it's just a made for TV movie it's just an edited and pieced together display to deceive you and trick you into supporting it I mean I mean that's what that represents to me you know this has happened twice it just happened last week there was a missile that hit a market in Ukraine. And immediately, of course, the media jumps on it and they blame Russia. Well, it turns out it was a Ukrainian anti-air defense missile, blew up a Ukrainian market. They tried to blame Russia, but it was theirs. And now the New York Times, the Washington Post, Yahoo News all has to admit, yeah, that was a Ukrainian missile. So when it was Russia that did it, it was a terror attack. Russia's the bad guys. But then you find out it was Ukraine did it and it's, oh, it's all forgiven. Let's just forget about this. Let's just move on. And so to see them deceptively edit that video to make it look like there's all this support for Zelensky and that people take him seriously, I think it just it it it, it puts the entire war into a perspective. And isn't it great that we can catch on to stuff like this? Isn't it great? And see, that's what it is, though. That goes back to my point. And I'm not trying to take this time to to bash older generations. That's no not bash them. I don't care. Let's just be, <laughs> yeah, let's bash. Let's be perfectly clear. Never happen in the other generations. I mean, th- this is only happening now that our generation is getting involved politically. This is only happening now because our generation is actually paying very close attention. We're hyper hyper vigilant to all this stuff. We don't have any assumptions about the future anymore. If we do, they're negative, and that's why we're trying to change that path. And so I think that that not just epitomizes what the whole fraud of the war in Ukraine has been, but it also just shows, hey, you know what? We're hypervigilant. You're not going to deceive us anymore. Nice try, but we're paying attention now. We're not going to be fooled again. And, you know, I can't believe this, Alex. I mean, it's we're about to sign off with you here, and we couldn't, like, can't even do anything funny. I, mean, I know. We didn't do big booty like Okay, my last funny question that I want to ask you. I know we had serious. I mean, Owen, dude, I want to be very serious. I think this would, you're going to say, you're going to think I'm crazy. I think almost the best thing that you could do is you go in, you do your 60 days. Hopefully they don't give you the long supervised probation because you're going to come out a mortar. You're going to come out as a political prisoner. You're going to be the next Nelson Mandela. And you'll always have, I know this sounds weird, social credit, which I hate social credit scores but you'll always be able to say look i was a victim i was unfairly persecuted or you know persecuted for my beliefs for something i didn't even go in the capital and i think that that will actually give you credibility in the future standing up against the system because you're going to say hey the system screwed me over and anybody with half a brain will realize that's true okay so now the funny part if you do have to go to jail for 60 days which prison gang are you going to join the aryans or the uh muslim brotherhood you know, there's a lot of great offers on the table, and uh, you know, there's just the courting, the courtship here has been so overwhelming. I just don't know if I could make a commitment right now. I mean, the offers you can't commit to the Brothers yeah. of Islam because they've been really, they've been recruiting you hard. They've been writing me letters. They want you so bad. Assalamu alaikum. They want you in there so they don't care that you're white. They said that in the letters. They say, hey, Owen acts black enough. He can be in the Muslim Brotherhood. So think about that. Don't, don't like you know. When you get in there and they start talking to you, don't. I don't want to rush any rash decisions here. I mean, I really need to sit down. I need to take my time. There's been a lot of great offers. and uh, The triad Asian gang is going to be your best bet. If I'm choosing, I go with a triad Asian gang, and they're going to say, oh, you're not Asian. Just say your great-great-grandmother, Mongolian, They kind of, and then they're going to let you in. Not only are you going to learn self-defense, oh. you're going to learn how to cook a cat and to make it the most delicious Kung Pao chicken you've ever had. What were you going to say, Owen? I'd like to maybe unite, you know, maybe we can, maybe we can work something out and we can unite all these different groups. And I think that that No, don't do that, Owen. Do not unite the gangs. When you go in jail, do not try to unite the gangs. That's the last, the only piece of advice I can give you, Owen. Let the gangs operate independently or else, or else, trust me, those gangs still haunt me in my dreams, Owen. That's the only piece of advice I can give you. Hey, hey, Alex, sorry to interrupt. Jamie, why are you interrupting us? Well, since Charleston bailed on us, I kind of want Owen's reaction to this Charleston video, if that's okay. Okay, yes, okay, then we gotta let him go. Okay, this is great. Well, uh, so this is Charleston White. He's supposed to be on 
I got canceled for corn dogs or for turkey dogs. He sprayed them with May. So Owen, what do you think about Charleston White? This is this was supposed to be our guest. He actually he got arrested on his way here, I think. And uh, so, what do you think about in a pre-boxing match press conference spraying your opponent with mace? Is that legal? Illegal? Are we sure it was mace? It was mace. Yeah, I talked to him a lot. He has a mace glove, Owen. It, that was a glove in his hand that goes on his hand, and it's. Yes, that was 100% Mace. I don't see anybody else. Nobody else seems to be suffering from this. I don't know. This whole thing looks like a stunt to me. Ooh, I mean, inside job. What, what do I expect from the Info Warrior himself, Owen? Sure. This well, Owen, dude. Like a, nobody else seems to be suffering from the Mace. It looks like he knew it was coming. Uh, I think this is just fight, fight prep. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like that thing with Logan Paul where um, the uh, his opponent, I forget his name. Dylan Danis. Yes, Dylan Danis. Where it's like he's ripping on his uh, fiance or whatever, and people are taking it all seriously, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is what it means. That what it means." Oh my gosh. And you know, I'm like a total contrarian. First of all, if Logan Paul and 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 um, uh, Nina are in love, then then whatever, leave them alone. Who cares? Why do you care so much about their relationship? But but two, the whole thing is probably just fight promo. Like it's like since when do people not know that this is all just fight promo and they're taking it seriously like there's some sort of a cultural revolution going on? It's like relax, guys. It's just a fight promo. Yeah, it's WWE. You know it. It's all and he's actual a WWE wrestler. So the idea that it's all just promo, ooh, both impossible. But I had to, that's what. But have you noticed this though? This is what this is what kind of the internet social media influencers are starting to realize. And look, props to them. They're just realizing that, wait a second, we can do WWE, but like IRL and people will fall for it and it'll build our accounts and it'll promo whatever our events are, whether it's a fight or anything. So, I mean, that's kind of, it seems to me that's the new trend is that, hey, we're just going to fake stuff and we're going to plan stuff and we're going to plot stuff like it's all like WWE, right? And it, but it's like WWE IRL and it's working, and I just don't think that people have caught up to it yet. It's kind of like people used to think reality TV was real, right? Yeah. Now they realize yeah. it's scripted. Well, I think the same process is going on with these uh, social media influencers now. When I love the old days when we, that was actually the last time America was good when we actually believed reality TV was real. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I'm back on reality TV now. I'm going back. Primetime 99, they can't stop me. I'm going to be the biggest pimp on a blimp. I'm going to have Jimmy Fallon eating out of my, Unsack when I'm back on reality TV. He's going to say, Alex. Fallon doesn't do it himself without his writers. I know. He's like, he, where is he? Now they created their own podcast. What a bunch of baby back bitches. Oh, and I could talk to you for hours. You're the man. Keep up the good work. And before you go, tell the people how they can find you and support you. Band.video. I am the afternoon host at InfoWars, the InfoWars War Room, 3 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time at Band.video. Click the little War Room channel, and you'll find my live stream right there. We get all kinds of great guests. Alex Stein is on with me quite often. And just to go back to the legal stuff, you know, people have said, hey, just do your time, whatever. You'll come out bigger on the other side. This is beyond just about me. I cannot let them set a precedent here that you can incriminate and incarcerate people for their speech. So I have to take up this fight. If you want to fund me in this legal battle, defendowen.com. It looks like this might end up at the Supreme Court. And so this is one of the biggest free speech cases in modern American history. I didn't plan on being a free speech martyr, but this is where the government has put me. And so thank you, Alex. I'm finally glad I made the pimp on the blimp debut. I'm sorry that your other guests got arrested. I mean, that's kind of ironic. I, I, I'm not yet arrested, but your other guests did get arrested. And so I guess this is just, you know, this is the type of quality content that you're offering flying around Dallas on a blimp. Hey, and I'm with a pimp like yourself. Guys, go and support Owen's legal fund. I know your legal fund's doing well, so guys, go support him. It's going to cost a ton of money. So uh, Owen's not going to be exactly going on many Cancun vacations, but his attorneys probably will after all these court cases, sadly. That's just- I hope I hope that I'm free so that we can continue our Thanksgiving football tradition. Yes, I, we got go to we gotta go to the Cowboys game, okay? Yes, sir. All right, Owen, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being a patriot. You're the man. All right. Yeah. One the only Owen Schroyer, guys. He's a legend. We love Owen. It's totally ridiculous what's happening to him. The fact that they're going to actually put him in jail when he did not even go inside the Capitol. Literally, in the court proceedings, it said that he was yelling, 1776, no violence. He was yelling, no violence. Like, they have him uh, videotaped saying this, and that's still not enough 
for him to get out of going to jail. Ridiculous. Okay, so now my favorite part of the show, the part of the show where I'm going to get to injure Jimmy. So now we need to welcome on the one, the only Jimmy, my producer, and his beautiful, lovely wife, Carrie. Come on down, Carrie. Here, sit right here, Carrie. Make yourselves at home. Ooh, right there. No, no, let's sit right here because we have no Charleston. Okay, so a lot of people, Carrie, don't even think you're real. Did you know that? I've heard that. They I'm think real. She is real. And you're not being, you know, held in Alex, you your... got $50 super chat. For JVT's second round of conversion therapy, he needs it. Yes, Jimmy, we got a $50 super chat. They want you to go to more gay conversion therapy. So they love <laughs> that you're able to convert him from homosexual. How are you able to do it, Carrie? It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard? No. It was easy? Princeton educated. <laughs> well, guys, Carrie is the real gay conversion therapist. So give <laughs> Carrie all the credit. I tried. I failed. Carrie did the job. And she got a baby out of it, which I don't even know. Did you have to explain to Jimmy that babies come from sex? Or did he, did you know that? He knew already? that. You they knew that. Princeton. Okay, so you knew that. He just didn't know how to do it, right? I did not. And you had to kind of. I did not. And you guided him in. Did he learn quick, Carrie, or did he figure it out? Pretty he did. Good? Okay, good. <laughs> I learned really quick. I learned very quick. It's very easy to learn. So, Carrie, you're looking gorgeous. You're glowing. You look beautiful. And how far along are you? You're eight months tomorrow. Eight months. Yeah. Congratulations. And so everybody knows Jimmy has very soft semen. He's having a female baby. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. It's a woman, not transgender. No, no transgender. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy, if we need a transgender baby on the show for ratings, we, you know, you'll have to find another baby. What? You can't make the baby trans? <laughs> Let the baby decide. I mean, non-binary is kind of in right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Non-binary is in. Caitlyn Jenner, Chloe, the baby's name's Chloe. Chloe's dad is a girl. It can be... You guys connecting the dots? Training. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, no, I don't want to be, okay. You should, tra <laughs> you should transition and the baby should transition and that would help the show. And then Carrie, you get to stay the same. How does that sound? I think you're the only one who likes that. Ah, <laughs> that it's all about me because this is the prime time with Alex Stein show, not the JVT shirtless show. So this is another thing I'm going to ask you before we get into this bit. Uh, people are saying that, you know, Jimmy gets to talk to some hot girls that, that way he works here, but Jimmy like sucks at talking to the girls. But what the audience has noticed is that all the gay guys love Jimmy. Why is that? Not one girl is like Jimmy, I don't know. I, I think been... everybody just likes Jimmy. Is that why? Uh, ah, I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy, but all the gay <laughs> guys, did you tell her what Brandon Straka said about you? Some of the disgusting stuff he wants to do to you? Well, he, uh, he, he was like, he thought I, I was hot. No, and I didn't I, have he, my was like, I, he was going, uh, and he was like, you remember that? He was doing that. I do remember that now. <laughs> I want to get his butt. Yeah. You're a little too good at that. <laughs> I do it a lot of tricks. I get my butt. Uh, yes. So we're just kind of worried about that. So uh, you don't have to worry about him cheating on you with a girl, but these guys are coming on to him like crazy. So, Carrie, be on the lookout. Anything for Brandon Straka, block his ass. Okay. So now for my favorite part of the show, Jimmy has, what is this? What does he have on his so stomach it's exactly? Called, it's called a TENS unit. A and it's electro, electro like stimulators, and they will mimic childbirth labor pain. So we're it goes two, four, six, eight, ten, and we're gonna get it all the way to ten. So I can we're gonna get it all the way to ten. Jimmy's afraid to do. Do not. I, I don't want this to be an inside job, guys. I want you to get Jimmy as as. I want you to really mess him up. If you could injure him, that would be the best. Okay, I'm over here so we can all be on the shop. Okay. So, so you can even turn show it on. The camera. I'll just get it to two. Show it to the kid. Two, go to 10. Just, just to get it started. Oh yeah. So it's at one right now. So she's going to get Nobody it in the chat wants level one. We want level 10. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we on? We are on. Okay. okay. So just give update the numbers as they go. I don't even We're see. We're now it. at a two of 10. Okay. Two. How's okay, two let's... feel? Two? It's just like a nice little eh, flutter. Okay. okay. We got to like go up faster. Kicking. We're okay. at a, we just skipped three, we're going to four. Yes, thank okay, you, four. thank you. Pulsing a little bit. This is it. Okay. Well, okay. it's actually making me like, it's making my abs flex, so I have a tiny bit of definition almost. Mm -hmm. Okay, now is six. Pregnant, is labor going to make my abs flex? I don't know. Okay. All right, we're going to six. Okay. Okay, oh. hurry, Jimmy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> don't spit on me, Jimmy. No, I'm, that was involuntary. <laughs> okay, turn it up. Oh, turn gosh. It up. Okay, that's six. 
That's okay. it. Be careful. Six. Don't flash the camera. That's very... You can flash the camera. It's okay. okay. We'll blur it out. Okay. Just tell me when you're going to... We're at eight. Oh, my God. Ah! Okay. okay. He's at eight. He's at eight. Are we ready for 10? Go to 10. Give me 10. Go to 10. Superhuman right here. Okay. Uh, We're at max power. Uh, max power. Uh, <laughs> ah, I can't. I'm trying to fall. Uh, no. Ow. <laughs> ah, fuck. Oh. Don't cuss. Jim. Sorry. Don't cuss. No cussing allowed. Oh, God. Okay. Producers don't cuss. Still on. Okay, take it off, Jimmy. Okay, okay. Take it off. Take it off, Jimmy. Take it off. Take it off. No, we gotta put on my ball sack now. Okay, okay. Give me this. Okay. Give me this. Okay, okay, okay. Now, guys, you guys, I know you guys thought, oh, that's Jimmy. That's gonna hurt. Now we're really about to hurt me. Oh. All right, folks. No, no way. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, you're actually doing it. Oh, it's on my testes. It's it's fully on my testes. Hit it with a tin. Hit it with a tin. Oh! 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 Turn it off! Turn it off! Is it unplugged? It's unplugged. Oh, oh my gooch, it hurts so oh my bad. Gosh. Why would you do that? Ah, I thought it would feel good for some reason. I thought it would gonna get me sexually stimulated a little. I've been having issues down there, you know that. Okay. No, that was that was actually real. You were at an eight. You didn't even make it to ten. Oh, oh, it stinks. That's gross. That's gross. All right, Jimmy. Well, are you nervous about your wife having a baby now? Um, that hurt pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that was like, I felt like I just did an ab workout. Oh my god. Okay, sit down, Jimmy. Sit down. We only have five minutes left. Okay. okay. We we had some the a couple videos to react to. Have you ever? We do need to react to. Have you ever played Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail. Oh yeah. Uh, way back when. Yeah. Ox and dying. Yeah. Well, my wife would always die in the game from childbirth. Are you worried about dying during childbirth? I'm, I'm not. Oh, you're not. I'm not. Oregon Trail happens all the time. <laughs> well, I'm not having the baby on the trail. Oh, you're not. I'm not. You're gonna have in a hospital? Yeah. With doctors? Yeah. We're against doctors on this show. You're not doing a home birth in a bathtub that I can watch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll live stream it from the hospital. No, dude, we gotta do a home birth in my hot tub, dude. We can watch a Cowboys game. We can drink beer. Have you been drinking at all, Carrie? No. Why not? All, all good pregnant women drink. Have you been doing fentanyl at least, right, for the pain? It does help. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, when my, when my mom was pregnant with me, she was smoking, she was drinking. I think she, would, she was still stripping a lot. My mom was stripping a lot when she was pregnant with me. Actually, a lot. Her tips went up when she was pregnant with me. Babies are expensive. Babies are expensive. My mom knew. <laughs> She's out there working hard. Okay, so in the chat, do we get any super chats? What do the people want to ask Carrie and Jimmy? Uh, what are they saying, Ginger Jimmy? Ginger Jimmy! They're, uh, they're saying the baby's going to be very well fed. What is that supposed to mean? How do babies eat? Oh, <laughs> big boob alert! Oh, big boob alert. Okay, so we do this on every show. We burn a Ukraine flag. Would you like to burn one? Um, you probably shouldn't. Are you ever going to try to get a job at a real place? Yeah, don't burn this. Because if I burn this, I go to jail. Look, watch. Jimmy. I've told him so many times not to burn stuff. I've given I know. Is it bad? Do you think these chemicals are bad for a baby? Toxic chemicals? Yeah, I shouldn't breathe right now. You don't want it. Why? Is smoke bad? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's burning! Oh my gosh! Ukraine! The, the carpet's on fire. Vladimir oh shit! The carpet is on fire! Oh crap! The carpet actually caught on fire this time. Oh shit! It's still melting. Just put it on the candle. Oh my gosh! Jimmy actually caught the carpet on fire this time. You didn't get that on camera, did they? Uh, you, you were. You didn't get that on camera, Sam, did you? Gosh almighty! They told me particularly no fires! Carrie, am I gonna get in trouble because I just lit a fire on set and we have a no fire policy? Actually, Carrie, you can tell them, like, <laughs> I vent, like, Alex started a fire again today and I've told him so many times. And I've told Carrie's Alex funny. that fire isn't a good idea inside. Uh, and Jimmy tells me that all the time, but whatever Jimmy tells me to do, I do the opposite. Yeah. Do, you, do you do that? No. Like, whatever he suggests. <laughs> I, if he says don't do it, I immediately do it. If he says do do something, I don't do it. I call it the fade Jimmy plan. Yeah. It's like in, in sports betting, somebody that's in a really bad streak, 
you bet against them. So you gotta use strategy. Well, that's actually what, what she does with me, because my own sport. Alex, betting. we think you should light everything on fire. Ah, see, that's how you do it. Now I don't want to burn anything. Now I don't want to burn anything. Fire's fun. Fire's cool. Ah, okay, yeah, you saying fire's cool makes it gay. All right, so <laughs> we're with Jimmy, his beautiful wife, his beautiful unborn baby, which it's, we, it's still kind of unclear whether Dontarius is the father or not. Is that true that we're going to wait till well, we you know, see the baby in person? Yeah, we'll see. We'll check out its skin tone and we'll decide from there. And you're going to still be the father, even if the baby... I'll raise it no matter what. No matter... See, that's the type of guy Jimmy is. He'll raise a baby no matter what. Guys, give it a round of applause for Jimmy. Thank you for putting the pregnancy simulator on my testicles. Uh, I think I have a third-degree burn there. But, guys, we end the show the same way every time with that freestyle finale. So, DJ, hit that beat. some weird old jellies on his stomach to stimulate a pregnant see i put it on one of my testes and it hurt it made me kind of squirt yes that's urine don't be a flirt we're with a baby mama having lots of drama it's prime time in jvt and carrie can't you see i love you all it's been a great episode guys this is our first unborn baby on set, but it won't be our last because I'm getting a bunch of people pregnant. I love you all. Good night.